Welcome to A Learner's Journey. My name is Molly Sanders, and the goal of this podcast is to inspire and motivate you by connecting you with a variety of passionate horsewomen and men who have dedicated their lives to helping horses and their people. I'm grateful you're here. If you're like me and you live in the Northern Hemisphere, fall is upon us. It's one of my favorite seasons. One of the reasons being I get to pull out my scarves. And if you're watching this, you can see I've got one on. I love the smells of the leaves and the changing colors and the cooler temperatures. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, welcome to spring. Uh, an exciting time for you as well. So one of the things I think I like about the change of the seasons is just change and something new. And I happen to be somebody that loves new things. So for this episode, I decided to do something really different. And instead of sharing a brand new interview with you, which I actually have quite a few recorded and coming your way in the next uh, months to come, I decided to pull a clip from a previous interview and a clip that really stood out for me. So there are a couple of reasons that I'm doing this. One is that if you're new to the podcast, it'll give you a chance to sample one of the previous episodes. And if you'd like to listen to the whole thing, the link will be in the show notes. If you have already heard this episode, my hope is that you'll listen to this because it's a short clip. And if I were to say, I'm just going to share the whole episode, chances of you listening to it might be lower. I know for me, I probably wouldn't. But revisiting some of these conversations has been really powerful for me. It's powerful the first time because uh, there's new things, new ways of looking at things that I haven't considered. But revisiting that is also powerful because it, if you're anything like me, you listen to these conversations and you think, oh, this is great. I'm going to X, Y, Z. I'm going to you know, put this into practice. And then life happens. There's so many things in our day-to-day -day life that come up and it's easy to forget some of the things that we wanted to try. So I'm hoping that by revisiting this, it will um, strengthen your resolve to try something new. The clip that you're going to hear or watch is a part of a conversation that I had with Lalan Romy. And if you know Lalan, you already love her. If you don't know her, one of the things about Lalan that I really appreciate is she is a horse developer, meaning that she trains horses. And one of her passions is to help bridge the gap between horsemanship and horse development. And that meaning, I'll try to sum it up simply, that horsemanship really is about us learning new skills, people learning new skills, learning new information, and then practicing it with our horses. Horse development is about, once you've learned all these skills, is about taking it to a variety of different horses and knowing that the sequence is going to change, that you're going to be experimenting a lot. You're going to have a ton of, you know, observation. So it it's like sometimes you can see, you can go and watch someone that's a horse developer and they it's hard to understand what they're doing and why they're doing it when. And it there doesn't seem to be a set pattern or program to what they're doing. And that's partly because they're addressing each horse differently. So um, one of the things that I love about Lalan is she 
has really creative, simple ways of helping us to address different things that come up in our horse and to be flexible like a horse developer. Lalan and I will be delving into this idea of horse development meets horsemanship in an upcoming two-hour virtual workshop uh, that's focused on confidence. And if you haven't already signed up, there's still time if you're listening to this before October 8th of 2022. If you're listening to it after October 8th of 2022, the recording will be available for you to purchase. So check it out at shinealightproductions.net. So in this conversation, we are in this piece of the conversation, we delve into the phenomena of frustration, which all of us experience. The further along you get, Possibly you experience it less, but uh, I love what she shares about this and how it gave me a whole new way to look at frustration and actually appreciate it coming up in, in my uh, life and a whole new way of dealing with it. So I hope you enjoy listening to this clip, whether it's brand new or you're revisiting it. Are there things that you've shared with people or maybe you've learned yourself like success tips, like one or two that you could share with folks for their journey? Oh my gosh. Um, I think, yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing I think is just really trying to, to channel and keep frustration in check, right? I think frustration just, you know, there's that saying of frustration begins where your knowledge ends, which is so true when you're not sure, you don't know, you don't know what to do and that frustration happens. And then you see, I think we see the same sort of responses in humans that we do in horses, right? Fight, flight, or freeze, right? right? We see the person that's like, I'm frustrated and I don't know what to do with my journey. So I freeze and I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just feed my horses. I won't go out there and play with them. And, right. and then, you know, the people that's kind of the same, they sort of flee from it. And then there's people who are like, oh, I'm going to attack this like a brick wall. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the biggest thing is just trying to, trying to keep the joy in it and the playfulness in it. And I know for me, one of the big factors that stuck in was I heard someone told me a story once about. And I, I, I don't know 100% the truth behind this. It's one of those anecdotes, but it really works mm -hmm. for me. So I'm mm -hmm. sticking with it being true. Cool. Yeah. Which is that if you look at the prey predator pairs in the wild, right? Like let's say gazelle and cheetah and the gen, they're like average prey. For most of those pairs, they say that the prey animal can run at top speed just 10% farther than the predator can. Hmm. And so if you imagine that, like, and you just put distances to it, right? Like that means that I'm a cheetah and I ran flat out for a hundred yards and I'm exhausted and my dinner is 10 yards farther ahead of me, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. And you talk about frustrating. right? And, and so I remember when I heard that and I just went, a prey animal's job is to frustrate a predator. Right, right. And so if I'm getting frustrated, it's because I'm acting like a predator. Right. And so that was just a like a, a game changer for me and being like, okay, they're 
when they feel like a prey animal, they're going to try to frustrate me. If I get frustrated, then I'm acting like a predator. And so I've got to figure out how to, how to get away from that and how to channel that and not go there. And if that means I've got to give up on a goal for the day or redirect or change or stop and eat grass for 10 minutes or whatever it is to try to shift myself out of that mindset, that's the most important thing. That's really cool. I love the way that I love that story. And I really like the idea of like the way you explained it, what popped into my mind is it's almost like frustration then becomes a signal for, for us, that it can actually be this helpful signal that when we feel it, we go, okay, wait a minute. I'm, I'm predatory. I'm in a predatory mode. So yeah. And because I think another part, I remember when I first heard the idea of it doesn't matter to our horse where our emotions are directed. Like I would get really frustrated with myself in my learning. Like, oh, yeah. I, need, I, I can't believe I haven't gotten this yet. And I don't remember who told me this. It was on campus. Um, but this idea that it, your horse doesn't know that you're frustrated with yourself. They just yeah. feel that emotion. Right. Yeah. And so then, true. and then what happened for me is I would start feeling, I'd get frustrated with myself and then I'd feel guilty. Like, yeah. Oh no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm damaging my relationship. So yes. I really, I like the simplicity of what you shared that it's just, it's just signaling that I'm in a predatory state and yep. I could snap out of it and do something, you know, like give her, give myself time. Like you said, that's really yep. awesome. Yeah. You just got to shift it. And the more success I have, I have so much more success, the quicker, like you said, you recognize that as a trigger and you just go, okay, I've got to shift. Like, cause nobody's nobody's winning. Like nothing's nothing positive is going to come from this state of mind. So I've just got to shift and then redirect and try again. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Whatever the equivalent is in the podcast world of a mic drop. I think you just had one. <laughs> oh, thank you. Cool. Yeah. All right, I hope you enjoyed listening or watching that clip and that the next time you experience frustration, you might deal with it in a totally different way and appreciate that it's there and that it's a signal to you to stop and revisit what you're doing or get more information and thank it for letting you know that you are in a predatory mode. If you'd like to listen or watch the whole interview with Lalan, there's a link in the show notes. And again, just a reminder, I would love for you to join us for our upcoming virtual workshop. It We're going to be focusing on confidence. And one of the things that I'm really excited about this workshop is it's going to expose you to some concepts that horse developers use. And often for people who are focused on a horsemanship program, sometimes these pieces are missed. The first stage, it's three stages that Lalan is going to share with you. The first stage is one that you might be familiar with. You might be really familiar with it and it is approach and retreat, or you might've heard it as retreat and reapproach. This is an incredibly powerful tool to help horses build confidence with things that they're worried about, but often we stop there and Stage two and three are going to help you teach your horse what to do if the pressure doesn't go away or the scary thing doesn't go away or it gets worse. This is a piece of the puzzle that was missing for me and my horse Suede, who some of you know. If I had developed him more in stage two and three, I would have avoided the big wreck that we had. But it is the wreck 
that led me to pivot my whole life and start this podcast and start Shine a Light Productions and bringing uh, virtual clinics. So I am really grateful that it happened, but I am bound and determined to learn what I need to know to have it not happen again. And this workshop is a piece of that that I'm really excited to share with you. So I hope you'll join us this Saturday, October 8th of 2022, and there will be a recording available. So if you are hearing this after the fact and you'd like to take part in this workshop, you'll be able to purchase the recording. So thank you for being a part of this. I am grateful for you and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, whether you are experiencing the first days of fall or the first days of spring.